if we don't do something now to change the course or the trajectory of this, the, the, way, the way the world's working, we're never going to see um, the end of cancer, the curing of disease, access to care, mental health, or any of the other big challenges of our time get solved. Welcome to Startup Health Now. I'm Logan Plaster. Typically on this podcast, we talk with entrepreneurs and investors about what they're building and how they're shaping the future of health. That's the theme. Today, we've got something a little different, although certainly related. It's a conversation with Stephen Krein and Unity Stokes, the co-founders and managing partners at Startup Health. Stephen Unity, who founded Startup Health nearly a decade ago, have just announced something that will completely change how people invest in health innovation. It's called Health Moonshot Subscriptions. Basically, Startup Health took its decade of experience investing in 350 plus health innovation companies and created a kind of rolling impact fund that makes it quick, easy, and personal to invest in health moonshots. To better understand how all that works and the motivation behind it, uh, let's go to an interview with Stephen Krein and Unity Stokes. To get started, I asked Steve why the idea of health moonshots is so critical to the Startup Health thesis and whether that emphasis has shifted any in the last decade of investing. You know, 10 years ago this June, we launched Startup Health with a mission to invest in and support a global army of a, we said a thousand health transformers. Uh, we now think it's thousands of health transformers who are collaborating, like Unity described, to achieve health moonshots, like ending cancer, curing disease, bringing access to care to everyone in the world, and really defining it not as just having an ambitious goal to make a big impact, but really this thesis around bringing entrepreneurs and innovators and investors together who have the same ambition to make a big impact, who have both the resiliency and the mindset to stay in the game and survive the immense amount of pressure that's involved with doing this, and is able to build on successful collaborative relationships where they recognize that what they're trying to do, they cannot do alone. And so in order to think about it from our standpoint, go macro around the world, these are challenges, cancer, disease, whether it be Alzheimer's or heart, mental health, longevity, now the pandemic. These are things that affect everyone, right? Billions of people are impacted by it. Yet, it seems as though everyone's working in silos, um, academia, investors, researchers, companies. And um, for years, we thought the best metaphor for us to use to describe these ambitious collaborative efforts was the moon landing, right? The original moonshot where over a decade, 20,000 companies collaborated to achieve something seemingly impossible, like landing a man on the moon and bringing him safely back. And for decades after that, it still became the wonderful demonstration of what happens when you have both the fortitude, the like-mindedness and the commitment and resiliency to achieve something very specific when you do it together. Um, but I think the last 12 months, we got a front stage or a front row seat to what collaborative innovation looks like in healthcare with the pandemic. And 
in particular, the COVID vaccines, which although they were worked on for 20 years, technology behind them were worked on for 20 years, within a weekend and a couple of phone calls, these startups connected with some bigger, larger scale organizations to go from development to clinical trial to FDA approval to distribution in under a year. And even ago, we would have said that's impossible. And so both the moon landing and the COVID vaccine are of the same ilk that these individual organizations could not have done it without collaborating with others. And so we see startup health as the conduit to bringing thousands of these companies, startups, investors, institutions together to achieve things they could only achieve by working together. And so from our standpoint, health moonshots, startup health moonshots symbolizes this idea that by 2040, we can working together end cancer and cure disease and bring access to care to everyone in the world by doing it as a global army for good. Yeah, I think starting with that impossible dream that we came up with over a decade ago now and asking ourselves, why not? Why, why can't we push towards improving the health and well-being of everyone in the world? What would that take? And I think the concept of, of health moonshots themselves is, is significant because there's always been lots of entrepreneurs out there doing great things. There's always been investing in health care. Um, but what we're really trying to do is bring that all together and not invest in a company, but invest in achieving health moonshots. Invest in the, the health transformers that are dedicated to achieving health moonshots. So I think there's this extraordinary opportunity that's even more clear now in a post-pandemic world that makes this impossible dream not only possible, but likely with this new model that Steve talked about that is needed. It's really focused on collaborative innovation, you know, at the heart of it, as Steve said, breaking down the silos. Uh, we believe mindset matters most, right? Entrepreneur and the resiliency of of health transformers where they're gonna push through anything to see their, their goals happen and they're never gonna give up. That mindset is absolutely critical. And pushing everyone to think bigger, to dream bigger, to focus on these health moonshot themes, not just solving, creating a great new technology or you know coming up with a, a fancy new solution, but really organizing all of that energy, all those networks together are around these bigger health moonshot themes. So that's what I think we're really excited about is now opening that up to the world so that now anyone can back a health moonshot. Now any investor can be a part of adding fuel to that mission. I, I want to get into that, that concrete ability to invest in that mission, but I, I wonder if either of you would speak to the sort of countercultural nature of this narrative. And you both are very familiar with the investment landscape and kind of the, the, the typical MO of investing. Can you speak to how unique it is to have this health moonshot focus and kind of how it stands in relationship to the market? 
when you think about it really boiling down to mindset, Unity said the words mindset matters most. Um, it, it's really about who are the investors who are thinking about the world 10, 20, 25 years from now and recognize that the seeds that are being planted today are the you know version one or version three or version five of something, not the end game or end goal. And so you have to have an imagination and a commitment to think about a long-term impact that you're trying to make. And so you got to get out of the short-term thinking into long-term thinking. You've got to get out of um, enabling or allowing what you're currently an expert in or what you the possibilities. So going back to the analogy I used about um, the vaccine, if we were talking a year ago prior to COVID becoming a pandemic, or at least becoming known as a pandemic and having global visibility, it probably would have sounded crazy to say that we could see the vaccine, the a vaccine developed, um, uh, uh, you know, approved uh, for distribution and distributed in less than a year. But the need gave everybody no choice. And so it was everybody pausing what they know to uh, try to um, see what is possible when you have entrepreneurs, in the case of Moderna or BioNTech, um, collaborate with the government like NIH um, or Pfizer, big, big scale pharma, to achieve something impossible. And I think that demonstrates the same thing that in 1960, what the you know, world thought about JFK's proclamation that we were going to go to the moon and back by the end of the decade, it was impossible. It sounded impossible. The technology's not there. The funding's not there. And so you must literally start with making sure that everybody that's sitting around the table or sitting around the Zoom call um, shares the same ambition and shares the same mindset and are very much believers in the idea that collaborative relationships, breakthrough collaborative innovation is possible. Um, and that literally is that black and white, Logan. When you start to really delineate it by mindset, you you can see in in the, in a few minutes how somebody thinks. And if they don't if they don't have the mindset, it's not possible. Sure, right? Sure. It's just simply not possible. If you're an investor and you're looking for CPT codes and how companies going to get reimbursed for what they're working on today, and not think about the long term impact, again, you're going to stop at a point that's going to prevent you from really achieving what you're trying to. Yeah, and I think what's so extraordinary is how quickly health innovation is actually happening today and the potential we have today in in AC world. There's the BC world before COVID and the AC world after COVID. And it's just a brand new day. It's a new opportunity for extraordinary leaps forward. I think for so many decades, we've seen lots of incremental, necessary, but incremental innovation that have the foundation for a new future of, of what's possible. And, and now because of changing business models, uh, because of extraordinary digital innovation, because of a wave of, of health transformers and capital and awesome investors that have moved into the sector, because of the global opportunity, um, these new conditions have really come together where we believe now is the time to, to move more quickly. Now is the time to support more entrepreneurs, to invest in more health transformers and really set our goals 
um, our sights on bigger goals because we believe it's possible now. Awesome. Um, so you have been organizing entrepreneurs around these audacious health moonshots for uh, you know up to a decade. And that brings us, it's a good segue to talking about what's new here. Uh, I know you're working on an innovative uh, financing model, a funding model to invest in these health moonshots more specifically and allow people to take part in that. So let's, let's start talking about kind of 2021. What's new about how people take part in that process uh, in terms of investing? Maybe Unity, you could start. Well, I think it's important to look at the past a little bit here. So in the past, there's been, although there's been a lot of capital that's flown into the sector around health innovation over the past decade, um, it's really been concentrated around a few backers, a few big investors, a few, the, the few have really poured a lot of capital into the sector. And I think that's significant because where we believe the future is going is actually a need for significantly more capital and for it to be democratized out so that we can really get um, more backers into the health innovation landscape, more investors um, participating in the impact that's going to be made over the next decades. Um, so I think the, the past is way different in terms of where the future is going. Um, and that really pushed us to get creative in our thinking in terms of asking, how do we recreate a future where thousands or one day millions of, of people can invest in health moonshots, can invest in health transformers, can be a part of the transformation of, of health. And that was really where we started. That was the first question we asked ourselves. Um, and as part of that, um, the other contextual thing from the past to take note of is that, you know, since 2012, we've made 350 investments in 26 different countries in these health moonshot companies um, led by entrepreneurs and innovators who are committed to achieving health moonshots. So every quarter we make between eight and 15 investments in these early stage health moonshot companies, along with co-investors, leading investors, entrepreneurs, et cetera. And, and more than capital, uh, more than just capital, I should say, we're also providing these entrepreneurs with long-term access to this community-driven collaboration platform that we've really designed to make it faster, easier, and more likely that the companies can achieve success. And so with this massive portfolio, this massive network of partners, LPs, co-investors, we have so much deal flow and so much opportunity to really back a generation of entrepreneurs that we wanted to unlock the power of infinite scalability when it comes to bringing investors into the membership, if you will, of Startup Health and really start providing them with the same exposure and same access we do. And so Startup Health Moonshot subscriptions makes it easy for accredited investors or qualified investors or organizations or family offices to join our mission to achieve health moonshots, support the entrepreneurs, but also generate strong financial returns. And so it's different than anything else they've ever invested in or seen, 
because with a quarterly, a, a flexible quarterly subscription, they can have one check in a quarter go to giving them exposure to all the deals we invest in. So there's eight to 15 companies get a first look access at any allocations of investment opportunities that we get from our portfolio companies. And that includes existing ones, but also new ones that we're bringing in and start to get them into the flow of weekly deal alerts of investment opportunities, portfolio updates from our awesome media platform and media team and really share with them the excitement around the stories of progress being made by these companies on these moonshots. And really by bringing this into a much larger community, you know, we have about 90 investors in startup so far between our company and our funds, but really opening this up to a whole new audience and enabling people to just subscribe to our health moonshots our new mechanism that we launched and for as little as $25,000 a quarter for accredited investors, um, $250,000 a quarter for organizations and qualified investors and family offices. And for those who want to do deep work on specific health moonshots, million, uh, and, and a million two fifty a quarter. So really by breaking it down into this quarterly subscription, we can continually bring new investors on and the more capital that we have, the more companies we can invest in and the faster we can achieve these health moonshots. We talked about having 350 investments uh, to date. We want to get to a thousand investments over the next couple of years. And we think there's globally thousands of companies that we could be investing in at every stage, but doing it with more partners. And so rather than having one or two investors back the funds, this enables us to have hundreds, if not thousands of investors backing our health moonshots. And I, I think there's been so many extraordinary ways in the past for people to support health, right? And, and health is, is unique in that like climate or, or energy, it's universal. It impacts all humans everywhere. Um, so I think it's it's special, but there's people have long supported philanthropies. People have uh, spent their time or, or resources on on cancer walks or or there's been billions of dollars that have gone into R&D. What we believe is now let's create an opportunity where more people can invest in the upstarts, the, the entrepreneurs, the innovators that aren't yet public companies, right? Aren't private R&D initiatives, but are private uh, companies working to bring their health moonshots to market for the benefit of all, right? How do we give access to that? Um, not just in one or two opportunities, but in a whole generation of, in, uh, of opportunities. How do we open that up to anyone who wants to invest in, in, in that? And really that's where we're going. And I think that's the opportunity with creating a subscription to Health Moonshots, right? Making it easy, as Steve said, so that anyone can subscribe, any investor. Right now it's only for accredited investors, organizations, and and uh, family offices, one day we see this opening up uh, to anyone. Um, but how, how do you do that in a way 
Um, and I think that makes it easy. And I think a quarterly subscription model um, is really, really exciting because now you can come in just like your Netflix subscription and, and subscribe to supporting all these amazing health transformers we're investing in every single quarter. One of the pieces of this that strikes me is that there's such a strong impact component, uh, and yet this is clearly a, an investment vehicle uh, designed to give a return. And so, you know, if I'm a potential investor in this, that's obviously one of my follow-up questions to you. And I don't know if, uh, you know, how you kind of um, give those guardrails and explain the ability for a financial return, given that um, you don't know ahead of time what the eight to 15 companies for that quarter will be. Um, But how do you think through the uh, potential returns for an investor? So uh, historically, you know, we've been we've been investing. I mentioned since 2012, measuring kind of our vintage years, uh, starting in 2013, um, with the, through the lens of um, every year building a portfolio. Let's call it um, 40, 50, 60 companies a year, um, and with the idea of portfolio theory, um, you know, there are going to be things that work and don't work. Sometimes we have a hunch that something's going to work and it doesn't. Sometimes we have a hunch it's not, but it does. So um, we think over a long period of time, let's call it seven to 10 years uh, from an investor standpoint, um, if you take a little bit longer of a lens post 10 years from an impact standpoint, um, we have proven already that aligning incentives with the entrepreneurs early at the seed stage, we offer uh, all of our seed companies, a standard deal to make it simple to see, you know, that we, uh, we invest in each company and support them. And then as they break out, we'll not only invest more, but have companies, uh, have investors in our network and our, um, hopefully in our subscriptions that'll invest more as well. Um, and so with aligned incentives from the very beginning in those seed companies, and you look at the kinds of companies we invest in later alongside co-investors who are vetted in our network, we have both certainty of historical uh, performance. Of course, you can not have any, uh, you can't use historical to predict future uh, as any lawyer will say. However, we've a lot of confidence that so far the returns have been exceptional, uh, top quartile returns um, as compared to what is published by uh, Cambridge Associates on impact investing funds, um, even venture capital funds. Um, the, 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 the funds have been performing in that top quartile. Um, but we really feel like building a portfolio versus picking winners or trying to pick just certain winners is the real important element to these subscriptions. So we are not saying we're going to pick a couple companies a year and please invest in them. We're saying we're going to build a portfolio of companies every year, every quarter for that matter, but every year that has dozens upon dozens upon dozens of companies working on all of these different moonshots. And through our lens of what we use to select companies, which is very much at the seed stage around their ambition and their mindset and resiliency, and their ability to collaborate with others. And as they mature, as I mentioned, doing it alongside co-investors as a framework to have a tremendous amount of confidence that we are aligned with the success and the failure, by the way, of the entrepreneurs and the investors. If it works, we all make money. If it, they lose, we all lose. But more importantly, even the companies that don't work out from a financial standpoint teach us all a lot about how to make it better next time. And so when I think about, you know, historically we've got about 
a 70%, 65, 70% active rate among our portfolio, meaning of all the 350 investments we made, you know, we still have 260, 270. And that's an important metric because again, one of the things we look at is making it more likely to succeed and more likely to achieve a health moonshot. One of the ways you got to do that is just stay alive long enough for the attract for the uh, adoption of your technology uh, to get scale and grow. I think what we've seen over the last 12 months, by the way, is a wholesale rewrite of the adoption rate of these technologies. And so for the last you know eight, nine years, we've had one cadence. I think over the last 12 months, it's accelerated you know quite a bit. I think the numbers we hear out of the hospitals is that you know a year ago there was a six percent adoption rate of telemedicine in a lot of hospitals. And now there's a 98% rate of adoption, obviously forced by the pandemic. Um, and we hope that that becomes the impetus for scale now going forward. And from an investor standpoint, the returns follow that, right? The idea that we're backing health moonshots, we can do well by doing good. And um, because we're doing this with the long-term framing and framework, we have incentives to succeed with all the companies. Um, this does not, and we're not thinking about this as a traditional fund that has a 10 year life and we got to, you know, exit companies. We want to see these companies succeed and we want to be long-term partners for the entrepreneurs. You know, in, in the public market, you can go and invest in every quarter, the S and P 500 fund, you know, 500 awesome companies or 500 companies that are lumped together that you can back. You, you can also go and back a group of companies that are focused on, climate change as an example, but there's nowhere you can go, even in the public markets, where you can back around a health moonshot, right? So what we're doing on the, you know, at the private early stage innovation phase is creating an index of extraordinary health transformers that are focusing on this universal theme health transforming the future of health. This is organized around the health moonshots. So there's now a really exciting new approach here. This concept, and I, I think we should really spend a moment here talking about just how extraordinary the concept of rolling funds and, and investing in these kind of really simple quarterly uh, funds is because now with one investment every quarter, you can back the index of, of health transformers that we invest in at Startup Health. And, and really, I think that's a, a big leap forward. Uh, first of all, in most people would never even get access to being able to invest in private companies. Um, secondly, it's hard, it's a lot of work. And, and we're doing this at scale. Steve mentioned eight to 10, eight to 15. That's where we were in the past. We're, we're accelerating even beyond that with, with where we're going. Um, and the more Health Moonshot uh, subscribers we have, the more amazing health transformers we're going to be able to support. In fact, we've, Steve mentioned, we've made over 350 investments in 26 countries around the world. Um, there is literally thousands of entrepreneurs, health transformers doing extraordinary things 
all over the world now. This is happening in health innovation hubs throughout uh, Europe now, throughout Asia, throughout Africa, throughout South America, and of course, all throughout um, North America as well. So it's really an extraordinary new opportunity to back an entire index or an entire generation of these private companies that are working on really reinventing the future of health. And to your, your earlier point, to do this with a double bottom line, right? The impact themes around these health moonshots, but also not as a philanthropic exercise, not as a donation, but as a sustainable investment that's supposed to generate returns over time. You know, Steve, uh, I know you've had the chance to, you know, discuss this idea with some investors, potential investors. And I wonder um, when you're telling this story, uh, what aspect of it either gets you the most excited or gets your, your listener the most excited? So, uh, you know, what feels sort of, uh, I don't know, the most revolutionary or, or fresh at this moment when you're, when you're socializing it? I can't hear you. As I, I, sorry, as I was, I was telling Unity, um, and this goes back, you know, a couple months ago, as I was starting to talk to investors about this, I've been incredibly and pleasantly surprised that the most exciting thing about what we're doing is making it easy to back health moonshots, and um, and and I and it, even as I'm listening to this conversation today, I keep thinking. Um, we, we even went way deeper than um, for many of the investors we need to, because at the end of the day, people are looking for, especially today, especially in, in, a, in a world where COVID uh, has shown almost on display the inequities and some of the things, you know, from vaccine rollout to, to, to every other aspect of it, how, how if we don't do something now to change the course or the trajectory of this, the, the, way, the way the world's working, we're never going to see um, the end of cancer, the curing of disease, access to care, mental health, or any of the other big challenges of our time get solved. And people want to feel like they can be useful. And being useful comes in many shapes and sizes. But one of the ways of doing that is allocating a portion of your, uh, you know, your your net worth, a portion of your investment dollars, a portion of your budget to meaningful health moonshots. And we've created, I believe, the first frictionless way of doing that. You sign up with a couple of clicks, subscription, with a very predictable quarterly rhythm that gets you access to the companies that we invest in, that gets you access to the deal flow of additional opportunities, that gets you access to the information, updates, stories, et cetera. And almost instantly, gets you into the, the club, so to speak, and makes you feel like you're able to do something every day just to make a little bit of a difference in the world. And this is, by the way, I think very complementary to other philanthropic investing that people do or giving uh, other investing that people do. We're not trying, you know, we, we aren't trying to, and we don't think this needs to come from any other place other than to be a little bit more thoughtful about how you're investing. And so, by being able to um, subscribe for four quarters, which is the minimum subscription period, a, a, a specific amount that you can adjust up or down uh, based upon your investment goals, um, and you're 
not needing to make decisions about what to invest in every quarter. We do that for you. You're not needing to pride or push the companies for updates. We do that for you. You don't have to check in. We check in with you. We send information and updates to your inbox. It's a game changer. And I think, you know, if I was to, it's funny because if I was thinking about it, if we were to re-record this, I'd want to start with the simple part of it, which is we are unlocking the complexity and speeding up, uh, making it simple to back the most important health challenges of your time. No matter what your cause is that you care about in healthcare, it's included in our portfolio, right? And we talked about these 12 macro moonshots that each impact a billion people, but within each of them, there's smaller moonshots, um, more micro moonshots. And I think that Startup Health Moonshot Subscriptions is the first time we can say with a, with a minimal amount of friction, you can get involved and start investing today and become part of the community. And from there, you know, I think there's a lot more to do, but I think that's the starting point with everybody. I love it. Make it simple, help people be useful. Unity, last thoughts? And, and bring us all together. I mean, this, you know, collaborative innovation model where we're doing it together where we break down the silos, where we share what's working and not working, that's what's going to speed up innovation. That is what created a vaccine in less and brought a vaccine to the world in less than a year instead of four years, right? Collaborative innovation, working together. And I, I just think um, we need to move faster. Um, we, we need to make more progress. There's no reason that by doing so, we can't impact the well-being of humanity, that we can't improve the health and well-being of billions of people and do so not in a hundred years, but do so in a few years. Let's do this together. And we can't do it alone. We need the health transformers and we need the awesome investors and partners that are going to back these health transformers. Awesome. All right. Well, I think that's good. I think that's nice and clear. Startup Health invests in health transformers from around the world who are committed to achieving audacious health moonshots. If you want to learn how you can join this community of entrepreneurs, or if you want to connect with one of our 330 companies, go to startuphealth.com. Thanks for listening to Startup Health Now. We'll be back next week.